going on, golf fans? Welcome back to another tournament recap right here on the Get in the Hole podcast, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me via the Pitts Cave, the one and only Patty Pitts. What's popping? Another week of golf. Not only one a tournament that we got to watch, but I got out a couple times myself this week, so... I'm excited to tell you about that because there were some highs, but then obviously it's me, so there's more lows. There was one hell of a Snapchat video I got. Oh, you damn right. <laughs> you damn right it was. I was introducing myself. So we are going to get into the RBC Heritage and everything that went down this weekend down in Hilton Head. And uh, before we do that, this show would not be possible without our awesome sponsors. The homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. We need to see a pro get sponsored by tomahawk shades so we they can rep the brand and be part of the tomahawk team tomahawk shades they're doing the damn thing if you're on the golf course you need to protect your eyes from the sun if you're watching golf at home you got to protect your eyes from those blue light rays coming off of your tv or your screens that's where tomahawk shades comes into play they've got the sunglasses the blue light plus glasses they've even got watches so you can look styling and profiling on the course all spring and summer long Pat, you've been wearing your tomahawk shades on the course going out there. They're the best in the game. Am I wrong? They they really are the best. I was wearing them today when I was out there because without them, I'm not going to see my ball land directly in the fairway or even in the rough. And I don't leave home without them. I put them in my in the car. You know, do you have this in like the sunglass holder? You hit the button, pops right down. Used to have right it. There. They're the oh, best. I have oh. the center console that I keep. See, a pair there you in. go. That's where you keep. I keep mine up there. I keep another pair in there too. I got, even, I'm, I'm laced up with Tomahawk shades. You can even keep a pair in the golf bag. You See, have the, that dedicated pair, that dedicated pair for the course. Tomahawk shades comes into play anytime, anywhere. So go to tomahawkshades.com right now. Fill up your cart, gear up for the spring and summer on the course. And when you go to check out, use our promo code USP to get 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com, plus free domestic shipping on all orders. Can't beat it. TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off your order at checkout. Shout out to the homies at Tomahawk Shades for being an affordable product at a quality price. And uh, again, the whole podcast is also sponsored by Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming. And without Manscaped, like Pat just said, without his tomahawk shades, he's not going to see his ball. Without Manscaped, you're not going to see your balls. Uh, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and are now available in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Australia, New Zealand, and pretty much anywhere across the globe. You guys know we have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use code USP to get 20% off and free international shipping at manscaped.com. Join the movement and myself and Pat Pitts along with the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. And did you know one guy every hour, every day is diagnosed with testicular cancer? So this is a reminder to all you men out there listening to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Manscaped, in addition to providing the right tools and solutions for safe and easy manscaping, has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to spread awareness for men's health and early cancer detection. Together, TCS and Manscaped are committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35, big chunk of our listening demographic, and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer 
as part of their We Save Balls initiative. While you're down there cleaning up your sack, why not go ahead and give them a little investigation for lumps, changes in size, or any pain? And Pat Pitts, I think we can all agree. It's pretty fun playing with your balls anyway. See, that's the thing. I just I was about to comment that I just checked myself the other day because I, I for some reason I know it's around this time that's like the so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna check, make sure everything's good down there. And then obviously Manscaped, I got my lawnmower 3.0 to make sure everything's even better down there. So you can Can't indeed see your yeah. balls. Yeah, so I saw them, you know. It's a good thing. Manscaped no recommends- ball is on the course. They recommend that you check yourself once a month, too. So if you do feel any lumps or swelling, give your doctor a call. In addition to checking yourself regularly, you want to make sure your sack is looking fresh and clean with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll find products and liquid formulations that have been developed to turn your bathroom into a salon for your balls. All liquid formulations use only the best ingredients. Some of these liquid tools include the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing deodorant for your balls. The Crop Reviver Spray-On Toner and Refresher. The Perfect Package 3.0 also includes anti-chafing performance boxers that keep your package cool and feeling fresh. And pretty much those are the only boxers you should be wearing on the course. It's the only boxes I wear now. I, Period. Just, I'm getting my stimulus check. I'm getting new irons. And whatever's left is Those going tax to returns coming through. <sighs> Got to load up. Got to load up. So join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today. Get 20% off and free shipping with code USP at manscaped.com. And always use the right tools for the job just like you would use the right club to get the ball in the hole. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code USP at manscaped.com. Your balls will Thank you. So let's get into this, Pat Pitts. The RBC Heritage went down in South Carolina. And uh, a guy that, you know, we were talking before we started recording. We haven't heard his name much recently, uh, but he came out on top for the third time in his career. Stuart Sink takes home the plaid jacket, which you and I were just marveling at as well. Uh, Third time in his career that he wins the plaid jacket down at the RBC. Stuart Sink minus 19 on the weekend. Yeah, I saw he was just, he was hitting, he was sinking. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. There he is. Every, every putt, basically. I mean, that's what, you know, he played well. I felt like that was the only name that I was seeing pretty much throughout. And anytime I was watching the highlights, it's just like, well, this person's here doing well. Oh, well, there's Stewie Sink. He's leading the track. Like, I, I just, I, at the beginning, I saw his name in the leaderboard and I felt like it was just going to stay there the whole time. Yeah, 1,000%. And it was like the two names that I kept seeing popping up all weekend. It was between Stuart Sink and Colin Morikawa, who finished tied for seventh. Um, Pretty intense tournament this weekend, too. A lot of ties near Mm. the leaderboard. We had two tied for second, tied for fourth, tied for seventh, tied for ninth. Like a lot of ties throughout this tournament. And a lot of guys played really well. Had a bunch of double-digit total finals um, that went all the way through the tied for 13th spot at minus 10. So, I mean, a bunch of guys finishing in double digits uh, in the negative, which is always fun to see. It's, it's a, you know, you always want to see the competitive nature out there. Yeah. And when you have guys so close together for an entire weekend, that makes a tournament that much more fun, especially one right out to the masters too. You know, this is kind of one of those tournaments where you're going to see the numbers dip 
obviously, you know, views wise, but I mean, they kept it interesting. They kept it close. And that's kind of, I've been thinking this masters is a week, you know, a week out. We just had it. And this tournament, it seems like people, guys are getting back in and like, all right, well, I didn't, you know, this happened at the masters. It's a new season, new vision, whatever. Clean and slate. Yeah, clean slate. Let's just move on and let's look to the the next major because you have to have that mindset if you want to succeed in you know the PGA. You can't dwell on you know a tournament or a bad round here or there. Like that's kind of the mindset you have to have. And you know it's with these guys playing so well that they did in the RBC. It seems like they're stepping up their competition to make a run towards the PGA. Yeah, I was you know, just kind of scoreboard watching all weekend and just kind of keeping up. It was like, wow, like guys are, you know, playing super well at this course. Uh, gorgeous course down in South Carolina. The the uh, lighthouse in the background is always fun to, mm. to see. I love the different, you know, just landscapes and the different, you know, pieces of, of architecture that make mm. a course unique. And I think that lighthouse is definitely one of those for U.S. courses that, um kind of make it stand out on its own yeah i like it that's the other thing is that tournaments you need kind of like a, at least in my opinion i don't know it could be completely different but i like when a tournament has kind of that one signature thing or one aspect of either the course or the tournament itself mm -hmm. that makes it you know it, it feels a little bit more important than what it may be actually you know it's more like all right well Oh, I like this term. We go in and play. It's it's a nice kind of cool down after the Masters, and you get yourself back in check. And you know, I just think it's a good good way to get back in the swing of things. No, and pun it typically is played after. right after the Masters, so it's kind of like that follow up, like you said, mm. kind of like that cool down from the intensity of the Masters, mm -hmm. and guys can kind of just go out there and kind of play free, you know, free minded, and and not really have to worry about the intensity and like the the lore and mystique behind the Masters because. Mm -hmm. Not only like, you know, this tournament's pretty cool for the aesthetics and everything. It's a relatively new tournament. It only started being played 52 years ago in 1969, yeah. which in the grand scheme of things, that's super new for the that's sport. That's super new. Oh, super new. Um, You know, so I mean, it being kind of like, like you said, kind of that cool down, kind of that mental vacation in a sense from the intensity of the Masters is super fun. And it seems like a super fun tournament, like the mm. aesthetics. You have the plaid jacket instead of the green jacket, which I'm a big fan of this plaid jacket. I'm for it. I've always said that my my group of friends for our 4AG Fantasy Football Open, we need some sort of jacket. I mean, if the RBC is doing a plaid jacket, you know, we might be have to do our own because I, I just love that. I don't know what it is. I would rather, if I'm in golf, I don't want a trophy. Like, I think the jacket is such a clean, it, it's yeah. just like a nice, different sort of traditional you know, way of presenting a, a trophy in a way, or even if you get you both, or even if you get both, like you get the trophy, but then you have the jacket there and like, kind of like the masters, like you get to have it for that year. And then it kind of stays there when you play the course, mm -hmm. something like that. I, I do like the jacket aesthetic though. It's kind of like that, you know, vaunted wanted prize. It makes golf. That's what makes golf, di it makes golf it different to me. Yeah. It absolutely makes it unique. Cause you're not, going for that championship or whatever it's like oh i want that jacket because it's mm -hmm. it's a little bit classier i don't know is there any other sport that kind of like does that i can't think of
Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. I mean, maybe the Stanley Cup. It's a. I mean, it's still like a team like end of season thing, but it's a. It's more of a cup than a trophy. No, oh, no, I would. I would agree with you there. That Stanley Cup is more of a. You know, a Masters Green Jacket mm-hmm. type of award you would get. And then it's I mean, a, you know, soccer has like their trophies that are really different compared to you know the rest of the course. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the Philadelphia Union won like the Supporter Shield, which is like the uh, best record in the MLS. Mm-hmm in the regular season trophy. So it's kind of shaped like a shield with soccer elements on it. Yeah. Um, So I, I do like the jacket aesthetic though. It is like you said, it's unique. It's a different spin on like winning. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a clean look no matter what kind of jacket it is. That's the thing is that my, when you think of it, where can I, it's the trophy. You can't really bring anywhere. It's like, Oh, here's my trophy. You can't just pull it out of your Mm -hmm. pocket. You know, it's like, oh, that jacket's different or, you know, oh, what's that jacket? And it's like, oh, I won this because I did this. You know, it's it's a different type of way. It's like kind of a, like a, a belt. If you win like a. Yeah, belt. that's that's, that's my, another one. That's what I want. It fancy. That's what I'm praying for is that I want our next cha- trophy or whatever to be a belt. Belt should be more common. There should that be a belt is, tournament with a belt. That is kind of the, the similarity is wrestling with the belts, golf with the jackets. Yes. Just two yeah. up there. And I think with jackets, too, for a traditional sports fan, we kind of just like assimilate jacket being like end of career. You have like the Hall of Fame jackets and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where golf, it's like if you win a tournament, boom, here's a jacket. Because it's that hard to do. Yeah. Like, seriously, it's it, I think it's, it's that hard to do. Like to go to Augusta and win the Masters is probably one of the hardest championship type games, matches, whatever you want to call it to do in sports. And especially totally. even this tournament too, this tournament, how we're bringing it back now, this tournament too. I mean, to go out there and you're playing against the best, we'll say hundred golfers, even more in the world. And golf is not a sport like hockey or basketball or football, where it's like any given Sunday, mm-hmm. technically it kind of is, but I mean, you, you can't get to Sunday if you don't do well on Friday. Right, and it's one of those things, too, that, like, since it is right after the Masters, say you just played at Augusta and you didn't play well like a Dustin Johnson, you could, like, be, like, down in your laurels and not be super confident, still play badly, and then people are questioning, like, oh, what's up with this player? Why are they not playing well? Or you can flip the script like DJ did, even though he didn't win, had a bounce-back weekend, still finished minus 10, tied for 13th, and was able to kind of rebound from his poor performance at Augusta. Yeah, it feels like the players use that 
as kind of like a a jump off standpoint was what you just kind of they're using it more for that rather than all right well it'd be it's gonna be awesome to win this cup but or a championship whatever but I, I just want to get back. I just don't mm-hmm. want to keep having that slump that I get that bad taste up. out of your mouth. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right. So fun question. Since we've been talking about jackets, if Love you it. were like the groundskeeper at a golf club hosting a tournament, what's your jacket look like? All right. So uh, I want a nice collar jacket. You know, I'm obviously... You, you've seen my outfits. I, I like to be flashy sometimes, but I will say when it comes to golf, there's some sort of class that comes with it. So I don't want to be too overzealous. Like, you know, like the plaid's kind of touching that line, which I I love. Me as like yeah. a guy who gets into like weird, funky fashion in a sense. Like if you stand out, it, it makes it that much more like covetable. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. Even if it is. Even if it is something plain like the green jacket at Augusta, like oh, yeah. it's it's like that lore. It's like it has that name, so it's like you want to go get it. It's like dropping a pair of new Jordans. Yes, I'm trying to figure out what the color I would make. Probably whatever the color I have my, my course is. So I'm just gonna because I love the colors blue and yellow. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be probably like a bluish, like a I don't want to say royal blue, but um. Probably a little bit lighter than the um, Chargers, like royal blue u- uniforms. Okay. Top. So, and then kind of the course logo on it as well. Yeah. And then I want to do like, I like when there's kind of like a championship patch on there or like some sort of patch. So then here's the other aspect too. Kind of do it like the Masters where you, the jacket can be priced, whatever price mm-hmm. you want. This. But if you win it, you get your own. Right. And then when you win again, you don't get another jacket. You get a every year there's a patch that's so like kind of like the soccer the, route. Exactly. And they just, put you, the stars. Yeah. And you just put a I like patch that. everywhere you go. And if your jacket's filled up with patches, all right, well, that's kind of fucking sick to be honest with you. I, I like, don't really care how that like I like how many that. turns you want. Because like soccer does that, the Premier Lacrosse League does that, where like if you win a championship You've got stars mm-hmm. on your jersey to indicate how many championships you've won. I, I like that idea. Um, my jacket's going to be purple because it's royalty. I love the color purple. It it would look awesome. Like having like a, a deep purple color, kind of like black and white trim on it, kind of looking like a count out here in the on the course. I, I think I'm going purple. Um I like the patch logo idea being like kind of like on the breast of the jacket. Um, yeah, it like purple satin, maybe kind of make it look even more classy. Velvet, velvet, something like, like George super wild drape yourself in velvet. Yes, I'm making my royalty. Yeah, it's going to be a blue velvet jacket, yellow tint, and then the logo of my course or wherever course we're playing at. And then patch for whatever tournament mm-hmm. you want and each patch the each tournament has a new logo or something yeah. so that's the other thing about like like imagine if the if they did like in any sport i mean every sport has different logos for their stanley cup finals championship or whatever imagine if they had like different patches and you put it on the jersey like that that's sick because yeah. the patch like is that you know connects or even just or just like you know 
like a like depending on the sport like even if it's like just for the masters say like you had a yellow flag just yeah. like near the pocket and that's like indicating how many masters you've won that'd be sick yeah. be awesome that's sick. we i think we just reinvented the trophy look at us being innovative for the pga listen i just that's uh, all i do it's all we do in the pits cave here is just think of ideas that no one's came up with yet exactly um i think the biggest surprise from this weekend is that davis love missed the cut mm. won the tournament last year didn't make it this year um some big names at the top you know obviously stewart sink wins um, you have Colin Morikawa finishing tied for seventh. Uh, Webb Simpson finishes tied for ninth. Dustin Johnson finishes tied for 13th. Um, Martin Kuchar finishes tied for 18th. So, you know, some big names played this weekend and I think got back on track following the Masters. Yeah, that's a you got to get back in the swing of things. You know, you just have to. <laughs> I see what you did there. See, I'm I'm always there. Swing. I'm always there. Yeah. And they got it. You got to get just. Back in your routine, you got to get back into, you know, how you played before you played like shit the week before. That's the tough thing is that, you know, you could have an unbelievable round one week and play great. And then the next week you, you know, really shit the bed. That's golf, you know, and how do you do that? It's just really focusing on the little things. And that's what you could probably assume a lot of the guys that didn't play that well at the Masters. They did this week in preparing for it in their practice sessions, whatever. They get into this tournament, I would say probably a lot more of a relaxed atmosphere than Augusta. So a lot of that pressure's off of you, and you can just kind of like, all right, it's, a, it's not a major. I just want to win this to kind of just keep myself in check, whatnot. And then, you know, look at, we saw just a, the unbelievable scores that we, you know, on the leaderboard from this weekend. So you can see that a lot of guys probably did that, and they took a, a, a little bit of a deeper look into their game. Yeah, I mean, this is Stewart Sink's second win this season, which only he and Bryson DeChambeau have done, which is pretty wild, especially for, you know, where Stewart Sink is at his career, um, where guys his age are typically looking just right for the PGA Champions tournament mm -hmm. rather than worrying about, you know, some of these smaller tournaments. But this seems to be like Stewart Sink's bread and butter winning it third time. Obviously, big time gap since the last time he won it. But like this seems to be a course that he enjoys playing and is comfortable playing. Yeah, and that's the other thing is that you, if you are playing at a course that you know pretty well and you're comfortable with, that is such an advantage over the rest of the competition. Oh my god, that's the thing. That's how you have that upper hand. And you know, probably this weekend he's like, knew him, new mindset, and he just took over again. Yeah, I mean, he broke a 12-year winless streak uh, in September. And added five more top 20 finishes, including being tied for 12th last week at the Masters. So, like, he kind of carried that momentum of, like, a great performance at Augusta for where he is in his career yeah. into a tournament win. And he's also only the fourth player to win twice in the same PGA Tour season after turning 47. Is Stewie Sink back? Like, is he back? <laughs> Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, 
and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. People are chatting. People are People. throwing the kitchen sink at them. Ah, look at you <laughs> with the wordplay now. It's not only one of us here. Look at that. And I mean, we, we've talked about both of these guys the last couple weeks now. Colin Morikawa just continues to be involved, you know, in the weekends. You know, Saturday, Sunday rolls around. His name's being mentioned as like a guy who's going to finish towards the top, have a chance to win. Obviously didn't come away with it this weekend. Um, you know, he had a 72 on the final round, so he dropped a tide for seventh, but had a chance to go out and win. And I think he's a guy that, like, if you're a gambling person, you're betting on Colin Morikawa to finish top 10, top 15 each and every week until proven otherwise. Yeah. And if he keeps going like this, I mean, could we see a top five finish again uh, next week? You know, is this going to be a little bit of a foreshadowing for the PGA? You know, these, and this is where you can get into, all right, so Mark, we, talking about him we've been high you've been watching him and kind of tracking him a little bit um you know zal torres as you can you know i'm a big uh fan of We're him big, after the masters. dude you know will zal torres has made it when this past week following the masters he was on the pat mcafee show yeah that's how you know you made it that's really that's really yeah i mean if pat mcafee's looking for you that's absolutely true and yeah. he finished 42nd to this weekend which isn't the best but i mean he's a young gun like he's a young gun and that's he's just coming off a, coming off a second place finish at the masters to still finish where he did at this tournament like insane you'll take that absolutely and that's the thing is that you know he finished he finished second at the masters 42nd this weekend you know he may float around that top 50 or even top 25 Hopefully top 15, you know, if, mm -hmm. you know, really praying here. But then that is also something to watch for when we get into the PGA championship. Is right. he going to be that front runner? And that's the type of thing that these tournaments bring is that they're not really for the, not really for, oh, this person's going to win this. I got it. You know, he needs to win this. It's all about progression. You know, they may not have won it, but, oh, they had a top 10 finish and their Sunday round was looking pretty good. Can right. that give them, you know, that's a thing that, you know, golf fans have to look for rather than trying to look for who's going to win every tournament. It, that's just kind of how I look at that. Totally agree. And I mean, DJ, like we said, he had a bounce back performance this weekend, kind of, you know, shake off the dust of missing the cut at Augusta. Um, you know, he's top ranked golfer in the world. He finished, uh, with his best round of the tournament on Sunday at 66 to finish tied for 13th at 10 under. Good to see a bounce back for DJ, um, especially missing the cut after winning the 2020 Masters and then missing it uh, last weekend. So you always want to see DJ play well because he's one of the good dudes in the game. And Love uh, DJ. he's number Love one. Him. He's number one for a reason. Damn right. Um, big fan of DJ here. So, I mean, pretty awesome weekend. For the most part, obviously, next week uh, we'll get uh, the Zurich Classic, I believe it is, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is Zurich Classic. Yeah, the Zurich Classic down in Louisiana. Um, so, I mean, we'll see who is able to come out and, and perform there. Um, 
Louisiana is always fun this time of year. Louisiana seems to be fun any time of year. It's always fun down in the bio. <laughs> Come on. I want to go uh, down. I'd love to go down to Louisiana and hang out for a week. Right. I'd love to do some golf there too. Jeez. Louisiana is like on my bucket list of like places to visit. Oh yeah. I want to go to bourbon, like new Orleans and stuff like that. Yes. I would love to golf in the South too. Just yeah. all those courses down there are just fucking unreal. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. Prop. Question: Do we think Zalatoris will finish in the top twenty-five next weekend? If he's playing, hmm. that, if that's he a plays top twenty-five, I don't know if he'll go top twenty-five. Okay, I'll I'll give I'll say top thirty. I think he'll perform a little bit better this week coming up if he does play. Um, you know, kind of just again, I think not that the performance got to him at the Masters, but it's one of those things that like. He's going to cool down a little bit, so we'll maybe see him kind of even out. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he's, like, top 30, though. No, yeah, me either. I mean, that's – see, I feel like it's it's a lot tougher to predict, you know – Futures. In, yeah, futures in golf It's than it is in any other sport just because you never know who's going to come out of nowhere. Like, did you think Stewie Sink was going to win this tournament? Uh, No, but if I no. knew the history of, like, how he performed here, I'd think about it. You would have put him in as, like, a top five finish. Maybe, yeah, top twenty probably. Oh, he's. Oh, I would have definitely twenty fifteen easily if I knew his history. But like, that's the thing is that if you know history comes into play sometimes in these types of situations. So that's yeah. very true. Um, I think next week, you know, it's same weather climate too for any guys that do play. It's kind of that warmer South weather. Huge. Um, so that'll be big. And I mean, that's kind of been the the last three you know you have augusta south carolina and now louisiana you're staying in that warmer climate so everybody getting adjusted to it i think will be full-blown you know ready to go in that that southern heat if it is there um 7.4 million dollar purse next week that would be awesome it's a nice chunk of change that would be so nice to have in my bank account 7.1 this week was the purse Good for Stewie Sink. Hope he hope he buys himself a nice dinner. I think he gets like two million of it. So, and yeah, I it. saw something with uh with this win compared to the last two times he won. So he won one point two seven eight million this week, um, which is almost as much as the one point four zero four million uh, for his two previous victories at Harbor Town in two thousand and two thousand four combined. Jeez, that's insane. Inflation is wild. Inflation is, (laughs) it's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing we have. Yeah, so he put on, you know, he shattered the lowest 36-hole score and 54-hole score mark at Harbortown this weekend. Um, He had a five-shot lead into the final round. Just a a dominant run for, for Stewie Sink. I would love to see him back. It's just such a classic golf name too that you yep. just want to see in the leaderboard. I just I it's all it's imagine just seeing him too. And his name's Stewie Sink. Stewie Sink sinks putts. It's exactly. Just, it's it, it markets itself. It's the best. <laughs> We all know the traditional big four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, 
Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. So shout out to Stuart Sink. And before we get into some pits tales, uh, some things that you're not pouring down your sink are our friends at Stateside Vodka. I'm not pouring that down the sink. Just pouring it down the gullet. It's the fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania. uh, Headquartered in Kensington, Philadelphia. They're seven times distilled, certified gluten-free, blended with electrolytes, making the first vodka on the market with a mineral composition on the same spectrum of electrolytes found in that sports drink that starts with a G. And it's the first actively hydrating vodka on the market. It's also won awards, kind of like Stewie Sink won an award this weekend. Uh, Stateside's won awards for best package in the world. So go to statesidevodka.com right now to purchase your vodka. And when you go to check out, make sure you have the one liter bottles in your cart so you can use our promo code and help us pay some bills. Promo code USP gets you 10% off the one liter bottles of Stateside Vodka at statesidevodka.com. Must be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, please drink responsibly. So Pat Pitts, you've been on the course. I How's have. the game been? Uh, it's getting better. So, uh, I am currently waiting for my stimulus check to come in so that I can finally purchase new irons and get fitted just like the rest of the hooligans in my group have. And to be honest, the, the clubs I'm hitting right now, are not the worst. Uh, so for anyone in the Massachusetts, new England area, uh, Norwood country club was where I played first. It, to be honest, it's one of your run-of-the-mill courses. You know, it's you just standard town course, in my opinion. It's just open, not too bad. I never play well there. I never play well. It's just chunk after chunk, and <laughs> uh, the greens suck. The greens are just so, you know, you know, you don't know what the hell they're going to do that day. And when it's cloudy and rainy and cold and it's just, it's miserable, you're not going to hit the ball very far with your clubs, even if you club up one or two. So that was pretty tough, played nine there. But however, we played Walson Golf Club today, which if you are a golf fan, you know this course. One of the nicest courses I've ever played at, hands down. And Jimmy Cronk is actually a member there. Okay. So we go with him. We went pole carts today. So I walked 18. Pretty damn impressive. I'm gonna. I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot toot. I just walked six miles today on a Sunday, no less. And the day I, of honest, rest. Day of rest, not for this motherfucker. So I, re, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like using a pull cart over a cart. I don't know what it is. Like I just, I played, I played better with it. And the debates in the streets. It's you know obviously there's vacation golf and you know you're somewhat weekend golf where it's you know you should take a card take a load off but i mean i'm thinking about getting a membership to this uh course up the street for me probably like 10 minutes away and honestly if i walked nine there with a pull cart the amount of shape i'd get in is incredible and that's actually another you know course we like to play but walson today if you if you've never heard of it or you know have heard of it and have never but i've never played it it is a very challenging course it's not the it's not the, you know, toughest or, you know, it's not going to be like Augusta by any means, but, you know, the greens are fast. Um, luckily for me, 
may have only had a few three putts today, um, but it did take me a lot to get to the green. Um, it's a lot just it's a lot farther than you think. And you're you know, and there's a lot of water, a lot of water around. So uh I, so what I you're probably telling me is you went swimming. I not I didn't go swimming, I stayed dry and as far away from the water. My balls, however, just cannonballed in one after the other on the 14th, I think it was. Makes sense. And I'm not I hit four straight in the water. And I picked up, I was like, you know, we're just gonna go to 16. I'm gonna forget that happened, and we're just gonna move on. And I today was probably the best I've hit my my irons in a long time. Uh, but I will say a funny story because obviously it can't be a, not a funny story if I didn't go out in the course. Uh, so T first T line up five iron ready to go. I swing ball hits the toe of my club this close. If it didn't hit, it hit like something that just made it die. But if it didn't, we might've had a casualty on the putting green. And the casualty may or may not have been an eight-year-old child. Yikes. <laughs> Why did we hit, it hit the rock? We are, the kid, we are a kid-friendly show, so kid friendly. good of you to stay on brand. That's it. So I don't want to I don't want to hit any by any means. So I hit the bush. We left the ball. He brought his manscaped lawnmower 3.0 to get out of the bush. And then we went straight for the green. Use promo code USP for 20% off and free shipping right to the course. And I just, we left it. That ball is still on the Walson pot. Or maybe not if they picked it up, but it, I just left that. That was bad juju. And I walked away. But I mean, yeah, it was a fun day. I'm, I'm going to get back this week. I want to go like on Wednesday, but we go off every, every weekend. So, you know, I'll give a little bit of an update every other week. So, yeah. And Pat Pitts is uh fun stories from the from the course are brought to you by stateside vodka like we said check out statesidevodka.com promo code usp on the one liter bottles of vodka uh must be 21 or older to order and of course please drink responsibly uh can't wait for next week zurge classic louisiana gonna be a ton of fun uh make sure you guys are following us on social media at getting the whole pod on twitter and instagram follow patty pitts on twitter at pat underscore pitts Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. And, of course, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Like we've said, Apple did a, a purge of five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts of everybody's shows. So help us get back to five out of five stars and leave a five-star rating and review. Give us your takes. Give us topics of discussion you want to hear us talk about. And, of course, we have standards. They're five stars. And we know you do too. So leave those five-star ratings and let us know what your jacket would look like at your specific tournament. And uh, we'll read them on the show. You can also check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. And we'll be back next week breaking down the Zurich Classic. And uh, any news that comes uh, to the forefront in the golf world, we got you covered. Obviously, if you are somebody you know is interested in talking about golf, hit our line, slide in the DMs. Let us know. We're still looking for full-time host for the show because me and patty pitts the temporary hosts but we're doing the damn thing also check out twitch.tv slash underground sports phi steve's on vacation right now but when he's back he's obviously one of the best uh virtual golfers in the world he's in the top 100 so gotta go watch him play absolutely stupid it's fucking awesome insane 
Uh, so check out Steve's streams. You can check out the live Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast on Wednesday nights. And, of course, Monday through Friday, every single morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, check out the Pit Stop podcast with Patty Pitts. He's talking everything under the sun, and uh, you don't want to miss it. So twitch.tv slash PHI is the place to be. And uh, thank you to our sponsors, Tomahawk Shades, Manscaped, and Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. All three websites, same promo code, TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP. Get 25% off your order at checkout. Manscaped.com, you get 20% off free shipping and a big old thank you from your balls. And stateside Urban Craft Vodka on the one liter bottles of vodka, you get 10% off with promo code USP. Must be 21 or older to order. And of course, please drink responsibly. It's been another edition of the Get in the Hole podcast, part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. For Pat Pitts, I'm KB. We'll catch you guys on the course next week. Get in the hole. Peace. Get in the hole!